Previously on Into the Yonder Void, I interrupted a ritual with a, with a bonfire and then a dust devil, and I was trying to get all these people to fall down the stairs, but I kept getting interrupted. But luckily, Nez was able to yank them all down the stairs, and they all went cascading down, and that was pretty satisfying. And then I beat this guy to death with my thorn whip. <laughs> so that was cool. And then a bunch of teeth started flying around, and it looks like Shade is back, and I guess teeth are weapons and money. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. <laughs> I wish your voice was always like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Um, it was like that for like a day. Oh my God. I lost my voice like completely last Friday night. I woke up in the middle of the night and I like couldn't fucking yeah. talk and it was terrifying to me. And then it took forever to fully come back. It was like hanging out with can. <laughs> That's awesome. But if but it's not awesome. Yeah, I can still can't sing. Good. So I don't think can can actually sing. <laughs> sing Tom White songs. There you go. Yeah. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good Good morrow, cuz. A weekly Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Nezra. I'm Tomas, and I play Gil. (laughs) Lindsay. Just say it. Who am I? I'm kidding. I'm Lindsay, and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode season two, episode fifty-seven. Heinz yeah. fifty-seven. We are ketchup. Heinz fifty-seven. We are ketchup. French's ketchup, mustard. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm more of a mustard slut too. Yeah, oh. we I'll are put all mustard. The on. I don't care. I'm a I'm a mayo guy. Mustard. Like get rid of the. Yeah. Hot dog, <laughs> like drown it in all of the condiments. Yeah. I I only like a wee bit to ketchup oh. on my hot. If dog. we're just talking about ke- if we're just talking about hot dogs, I just like mustard as far as condiments. Have you ever put mayo yeah, on a hot it dog? It needs a bunch of sour on there because it's so salty and also somehow sweet. Yeah, dude, yeah. got to get some of that uh, that dill, some of that dill on there. <laughs> don't, I like don't relish. Your yeah, relish like on there. <laughs> relish and mustard. Yeah, I guess. Relish. relish is technically a condiment. Some like sauerkraut. sauerkraut yes, I grew Hot out peppers. of sauerkraut. Yes, you grew out of it. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I like it on a Reuben, but I don't like it on a hot dog. I just don't like sauerkraut. I like it on. I like it by itself. I like it sauerkraut on anything. Rules. Too much kraut. <laughs> like it on birthday cake. <laughs> Too much salad. <laughs> birthday cake. Birthday. <laughs> Ugh. Mm. <laughs> Blueberry ice cream. Sour on the side. <laughs> <eat> your cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ew. My glass of sauerkraut in the morning. With a, <laughs> with a side of water. With a <laughs> side of apple cider vinegar. <laughs> nom 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 nom. Yeah, that's big time ewes. I want some vinegar, malt vinegar with fries. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I like fish and chips with some malt yeah. vinegar and lemon juice. Shit is cash. 100%. I don't dip things much. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, with the with the fish and chips, you just kind of spread it over it. I, I I don't do that either. I just I leave my things plain. I didn't know I'm so boring. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, realized it. First step to recovery. <laughs> she does buy a bunch of sauces and dressings and then leaves them in the fridge forever. I keep thinking I'll find the ranch that'll make me want salad at home. <laughs> Fucking hate ranch. Why can't they taste <laughs> I, I like, like restaurant salads? Why? Do like, they, they might make their own. But I'm, I'm you can usually like get me. dressing from a place that makes it, like a restaurant that makes it themselves. Yeah. It's yeah, like any restaurant, well. though. Like, like any restaurant has better ranch than what I've had at this house. And maybe it's all in my mind, but I, think I it just is. Yeah. probably. Plus ranch. Has Which is highly inconvenient because I'd, I'd like to eat salad. Yeah, she more. also buys salad components and leaves them in the fridge forever. <laughs> have you tried other dressings other than ranch for yourself? I only like. Because you've got vinaigrette. I thought She's you were a Caesar Caesars. lady. In the fridge right now, I think. I, oh, on, I only really like ranch and Caesar and... I don't think you do. What? <laughs> I, I don't, don't think either. you like them. D- d- Maybe I don't. Yeah, judging off of the story you just told. It's ser- It's like, I like ranch totally for dipping. an in-your-head thing. Like, you just said that you don't dip things. You don't dip. <laughs> I do with carrots. Carrots and ranch. Well, that's that's dipping. That is an example of that's dipping. My, that's my dip. I'll dip that. Yeah. You can't say you don't dip. You can't say it. <laughs> Yeah, this, You're definitely dipping. We have to edit all of this out. I'm sorry, I'm a poser. <laughs> I feel like you're just like like sequentially coming into reality as a slightly different version of yourself because you're like, I don't dip, I dip. <laughs> I don't like ranch. I love ranch I though. Dip, you dip, yeah, you if dip. there's ever a Lindsay wiki, I feel so bad for that person because I'll have to constantly go back and update something. This week she hates ranch. <laughs> <laughs> This week she forgot she liked ranch. <laughs> this I've week she went ranch. to a ranch. <laughs> and had a ranch on her salad at the ranch. And then the next week she said, who's ranch? They got to have the best ranch, you would think. On ranch. A ranch. A ranch. <laughs> it's the namesake. It's part of it, yeah. Just like f- the French probably have the best French, French dressing. dressing. Yep. All right. Well, I think it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Sock it to me. Come on, where are you? No one can tell you're holding a horse, just us. Why are you holding a horse? I wanted to use it. It makes a sound. It's question. it sucks. Just it's not gonna. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not worth it, Lindsay. <laughs> it also is barely <laughs> the, the pay. Audible. The payoff will not be worth <laughs> it. Was all the so quiet. It was so quiet. Yeah, I'm like two percent oh. more sad now. He's now at negative six. Damn you, gas um, station horse! Uh, uh, gas station horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For tonight's around the campfire question, this one comes from one of our patrons, Dark Star. Dark Star wants to know. What is the scariest moment you've ever experienced in your life? And if it did, how did it change you? And we're going to start with Gil. I'd probably say the scariest part of my life was seeing that Digesticar and not being able to talk my way out of it. Uh, I thought I was going down. And I guess the lesson learned is don't talk to justicars anymore because <laughs> they do not want to hear your mess true or false they're just like you're going down man excellent all right thank you uh nez 
uh, the scariest thing uh, that's happened to me or that I've seen is probably the night that I got into a fight with Veldak. And that's when he died. And that scared me. Excellent. Thank you, Nez. Sorry you had to experience that. Um, Can. The scariest moment of my life was probably when Peach and I were really little and we were fresh friends and he was afraid to go swimming in the ocean. But I was like, I'll teach you and there's lots of fun stuff to do at the beach. So I was going to teach him how to swim. And he really did not know how to swim. He sunk. But then he figured it out, so wasn't too scary anymore and then it was fun Aww. but for a few minutes <laughs> minutes <laughs> he's, he's really drowning under uh, wait thank you Ken does that you're welcome what if he's just a spirit he's he just died then <laughs> that'd be cute no he didn't die his whole self came back up he's amphibious <laughs> he's fine <laughs> It would have been fun. Yeah. He, he is essentially a frog. He's just wiggling <laughs> underwater like, oh my God, is this my life forever no now? Sense. <laughs> but you know, with Peach's voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Ken. I feel like we should have You're welcome. Fee. Yeah, hi. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I guess sort of a tie between moments. Um, well, one, when I stumbled out of a portal and I like forgot everything. And then uh, there were uh, these soldiers and then just this vast land of trees. And so I just kind of took off running, ended up running into one and passing out. But that's a, that's a different story. Um, and then... I guess the other one was um, uh, one. I I don't really like to talk about it, but the whole thing with my village, uh, you know, I was out in the trees talking to T, shooting the shit. And then I came back and then my village was like on fire with people attacking and uh, this really intimidating. And I don't know, this magic person who I had never really seen quite that powerful before. Uh, so that was pretty scary, but yeah, I, th- I think that's it. Just those two. All right. Thank you so much. Well, in that case, I think we should probably get started. Hmm. You know, right. some people when we go to bed and they think everything's all right. Everything's okay. Then they wake up on fire. <laughs> that is G.I. Joe, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were reading it like Billy and I was like. Did Billy say that? Is it <laughs> when we last left off, you guys were in Shade's uh, mortuary house, having combated some Inquisition members. Nez had pulled them down the stairs, and they all fell and were laying at the bottom. As you'll recall, there were five left alive that were being very lightly, <laughs> lightly battered by uh, by the Dust Devil. It didn't do much uh, damage in that round. But uh, then Can killed one uh, that was laying on the ground with their thorn whip. Um, So there are now four Inquisition members 
still currently alive, laying at the bottom oh, of the I thought stairs. they were oh. dead. Yeah, I thought there was, like, maybe just... God, does this fight no, never very, end? <laughs> they're Lord. very close to death, and they are all prone on the ground. And then, right before we ended the episode, the warlock hunter launched itself down the stairs and was eviscerated mid-jump by a bunch of flying teeth that then swirled around Shade, who had appeared, holding a package in one hand and then the teeth floating into the other. And the last thing he said was that this is his house and he's going to help defend it. We are still in initiative at the moment and it is Fee's turn. It is? Oh. You've just seen this, Fee. You've got these soldiers laying on the ground. You know that Crumb is somewhere fighting something, assumedly. Um, you know that Loom is also somewhere, uh, and Shade has just arrived, and he's holding this package. Okay. But you've got four still conscious soldiers on the ground. Um, I, I think I'm just going, I'm going to start by just saying, can we please just leave one alive, maybe, just to see if we can get some kind of information out of these guys? But I got to do something quick, and then I'm going to try to think to Crumb, and try okay. to figure out where he is. Yeah, do we, do we figure that out last time and he just responded? Oh, that's right. Like that's he was, yeah, he was like, ah! Okay, then instead, can I try to do maybe fighting per- a mouse for perception or survival crumbs. to try to track him? You can literally enter his consciousness and see through his eyes as you if you take an action, but you'd be blind to everything around you. And that's all I could do. But, I mean, it might be useful to know what's going mm-hmm. on. Well, let me try the skill check first. Cause you won't be able to... If oh. you're doing that, you won't be able to... You'll have to choose one or the other. Oh, that's my action. Okay. So I'll go ahead and uh, close my eyes a second and try to think of Crumb and then try to see where he is. So then I'll open them again and they'll be glossed over and... Do I see where he is? Okay, so you see through his eyes, correct? Mm-hmm. Do you do you also sense anything else, or you just all of his senses? See it's his like eyes? she's in his head, basically. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and I will explain what you see in one second. The rest of you guys see Fee like suddenly just there's like this magical energy that sort of surrounds her, and she goes still. Her eyes gloss over, and she's standing there in this chaos still with this dust devil, these soldiers, and her, she's just completely still and unmoving, as if she's gone into some sort of trance. Fee, you see stone. You see a stone hallway as you're kind of, like, kind of slipping into the uh, <laughs> mindset of Crumb. You see a stone hallway. Uh, it's a familiar stone hallway. It's the exact same one that you guys entered through when you were first arrived. You feel the strength of your body you know you feel your arm pulling back this like arrow and it looks normal to you you're you're crumb size in the moment and you you're pulling this back and you fire with your you know your strength dead ahead where you see this like cowled figure that's way larger than you um you could probably discern that they're of a medium humanoid size in comparison to crumb you see that there are multiple figures it's actually kind of hard to tell because there's a lot of swirling and they're all kind of dressed the same in these cloaks and this hallway is dark and you can see that loom is currently being 
pretty much overrun by the rest of these individuals and you're firing and they seem to be kind of ignoring you uh, and how long does this last for this uh, effect <laughs> casting until the start of your next turn thank you mm-hmm. okay so yeah we'll say that's like six you know, six seconds of understanding so you can also smell there's if you if you have access to all of the senses you can also smell what crumb is currently smelling and the scent that he's getting is not how it smelled a little bit like damp and maybe a little musty when you guys first walk through. There is something very like a strange, something very just acrid in this tunnel now. And you can't quite tell what it is, but you can almost see. Give me a perception check. Okay. Does it seem different from the other illusions that we've seen? Yeah, uh, as far as as far as Fee can tell, ten. It looks more like the hallway. There's weird movement out of the corner of Crumb's eyes, though. Hmm. And that is what you see, Fee. Okay. In my turn, can I come back and relay that? Yeah, if you want to drop it, yep. I'll give you. You can have like a few words to. You can just say you relay it to them. Okay. Um. Then, yeah, I'll just drop it, and then I will just relay everything that I saw the group with the cowled figure near that entrance. Okay. All right. It is now Nez's turn. I'm going to approach Shade. Is is that the package? Uh, Yes, it is. Can... Do do you mind? Uh, Here you go. Uh, He hands it over to you. Okay, thank you. It's kind of weighty. Okay. And I'm going to retreat to the opposite corner from where all the hubbub is currently happening. Okay, yeah. You can. Are you going to dash or are you just going to use your normal speed? Like 30 feet? Just 30 feet. How, how okay. big is it in here? <laughs> it's, it's huge. It's big. Oh, fuck. Donkin Studio. 30 apartment. feet would bring you back to like the couch area. Okay. Uh, in the main yeah, that's fine. little drawing. That's room. fine, I think. Okay. Uh, Yep, and then I'm just gonna think to Toko. Uh, is is this what we need? Can you get these? Oh yeah, this is exactly what we need. Can you get these antlers off of me now? Well, let's make sure it works first. How about? What does it do? What is it? Open up the package. What's in the box? <laughs> I, uh, Why is Gwyneth Paltrow's head in here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and a jar of goop. <laughs> That's the acrid smell. <laughs> <laughs> Something foul has arrived. <laughs> I sense a disturbance in the force. Um, okay. Yeah. Gonna open that package up. Okay. Nezra, you open up the package and in this like wrapped terry cloth package you first thing you notice is there's a bunch of like dark stains inside of it some sort of viscous liquid has like stained the inside of it you unfurl it and you can see there's a couple of objects or several objects in here chiefly among them is a massive what a uh, give me a medicine check Uh, okay a massive 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 quantities and get me a glass of water, sweetheart. My socks are on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a 21. Okay, yeah, you recognize this 
You don't know what it belongs to, but this is a huge, huge heart of some beast. And it is, like, blackened. It's definitely, it definitely does not smell good. You also, next to this is a, about a six-inch bone of some kind that has, like, a sharp end to it. Hmm. Okay. And then there is a little vial of, uh, like, purple powder, like, dark purple powder. The vial is maybe an inch tall. It is tiny. Okay. A little tincture bottle. Gotcha. Uh, what what do you want what do you want to do with this what what do we need i need you to put all that powder rub down that heart and then i need you to stab it with the bone is is it safe to do that in here or should we go somewhere else oh it's really safe to do so do that <laughs> Uh, insight check on my patron. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, roll insight. Because I mean, immediately. He sounds untrustworthy. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm-mm. But I feel like he always sounds like that. So exactly. That's like his deep. Ah, oh, fuck mm. me. Seven. I mean, yeah, he always sounds untrustworthy. You have a, you, your penchant is to not usually trust him. But yeah, that's, it's, it's hard to say. He sounds the only weird thing is that he sounds more excited than he usually does. Mm, okay. I'm going to look for an unoccupied corner of the apartment. One where, like, if something were to, say, explode or have, like, a, a huge uh, energy burst, it would do the, mo- the least amount of damage. So yeah, you've got uh, about fifty feet away is a is a pretty isolated corner where there's just nothing really by. It's kind of faced on three sides. Okay, the way that it's like an alcove. So mm-hmm. you could start moving toward that, and then uh, that would be the end of your turn. Whether you could you could get there by your you know next turn if you hustled. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go to the beanbag corner. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna start heading that yes, way. Please, thank you. Okay, now it is the. Inquisition members that are on the ground's turn, they use half their movement to rise all at once. And they're standing there in front of Can and Fee and Gil. And they all just kind of like look around. They look fucking awful. Worse for wear. And they're all going to dr- like draw their weapons and they're going to attack Can. Good luck with my thorn whip. Come <laughs> on, man. The feast tripping balls and Nez is opening up birthday presents. We got to fight to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're going to... I'll I'll do two since there's four. Uh, does a an 11 hit you? Fuck no. Nah. All right. First two miss you with their weapon attacks. Okay, so they, they're confused. They're kind of baffled. They've got this dust devil going on and they all like come in and you're just like (laughs) so short and they're so tall it's hard for them to get like a good swing in on you you just like deftly dodge out of the way as they come after you but one is going to take something off of their side and throw it on the ground and you hear like a cracking glass sound and smoke rises up Gil it's your turn (laughs) So, did any of them run in front of me yet, or am I far enough away from them? Uh, you could take a couple of steps back if you want. They're all focused on can. I just want to know if, like, I move 
out of my space if I'll get an attack of opportunity. Oh, uh, at the moment, no. Can was right next to the stairs, so Can okay. was the closest person. I'm and you're, you're, you're up there, but you're not, like, right there. So is one that tried to attack Can the one I happened to hex? Uh, yeah. Yep, yep. The, okay. one, the one on the far side. All right, I'm going to go behind him so I'm flanking, and I'm going to poke him. Okay. Go ahead and roll to attack. That is a 25 to hit. That definitely hits. Fuck yeah. Okay. You're just poking? <laughs> uh, yes. Gonna poke uh, at a mass. So, seven normal damage, uh, three yep. necrotic, Okay. Uh, two psychic, and then four more damage on top of that, because I sneak attack. <laughs> Damn. You're like, Gil, show me what you got. Oh, uh, yeah. Good night. <laughs> and I <laughs> stab him in the, the back of the neck. Like through his mm-hmm. uh, uh, spinal column, <sighs> and then I pull it out. Oh, nice! And then I so go for it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, then I pull it around, and then I spin around <laughs> like I do a spin move, and I try and poke a guy next to that guy. Okay. Go ahead and attack. I'll also um, move my hex to this new guy as my bonus action. Hex, okay. yeah. Is this guy wouldn't? I wouldn't be flanking with this guy, would I? Uh, they yeah, you would be because they are all like arrayed around. Can. Sweet, seventeen to hit. Seventeen hits. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Okay. So, uh, fourteen regular damage and then one. No wait, eleven regular damage, one necrotic damage, and then three psychic damage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gil, show me what you got. <laughs> All right, I'll just say the whole thing. So I say, good night, boop, <laughs> stab that guy in the back of the net, neck, and then I spin around, and then I take the other guy, and I wrench the rapier into his, like, side, like, right where his lung is, and then I, mm-hmm. like, jiggle it around a little and then pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, can you see these guys descend on you, all miss you you like dodge out of the way and then suddenly two to your right <laughs> they one just like you see a sore a rapier tip come through the throat and then he like crumples and you see gill spin behind him and then stab another guy who also goes down whoa <laughs> whoa let that Is be that a lesson to you fuckheads yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right we are back to the top of the order and it is can can you're there and as we previously established you have that golden sword as well <laughs> um that you had earlier can i wield it uh it's got yeah it's got leather wrapped around the handle uh it's it's gonna be you're you'll probably take some disadvantage to attack but it's a it looks real sharp okay um what kind of footwear ankle wear are these folks wearing? Uh, they're wearing boots. It looks like leather boots, and then they're they have like armored shin guards. Okay. If you're just not proficient in a weapon, do you just wouldn't it just be you just wield it, but you don't get the proficiency bonus or whatever? Normally, but this uh, it's I, like I was a weird magic weapon. Michaela, or something? It's it's ma- it maybe magical, but it's also almost as tall as she is. Oh, so it's heavy. okay. I got mm-hmm. you. Well, I still have my thorn whip out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a little thorn whipping. You're going to do a thorn whipping? Yeah. Okay. 13. Uh, 13 does not hit with the thorn whip. Well, that's a big old fuck. Suck la bleu. 
<laughs> cordon bleu. <laughs> Chicken cordon bleu. Anything else you'd like to do? <laughs> Nothing else I can do. Fuck. You can move if you wanted to. I would like to move away from whatever they threw down. Can I tell what that is by any chance? Uh, right now, it just looks like uh, like a like a blood-colored smoke. Ooh. I don't want to be touched by that. Okay. What if it's so good blood-colored smoke? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so you, if you did decide to leave the space, you would give them an attack of opportunity. I'm going to leave the space. Okay. They are going to try to attack you. Does a 17 hit? No. Oh, nice. And since there's only two, and I'm going, if a 17 doesn't hit, then a, an 11 definitely doesn't hit. So yeah, as you like move away, and how far away are you moving? As far as I can. You move 30 feet, so you're going to go like near the couches? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they both swipe at you, and yeah, you immediately avoid them. You're just like moving out of the way and scurrying back over towards the couches. All right, it is Crumb's turn. Crumb, 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 crumb. Crumb. Technically, <laughs> Fee can still see through his eyes until the end of. But the she dropped start- it. Oh, damn it! Why'd you- yeah, she dropped it to tell everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> there's a, there's a whole other You're threat. Fine. You're fine. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Don't apologize to him. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> Off of the distance, you guys hear a loud. <laughs> As if something collided with something else very heavy. It kind of shakes the ground. The guy came out with a fly swatter. (laughs) 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 You little shit. Uh, Now it is Fee's turn. Okay. I'm going to... I mean, these guys are on their last limb. I already told them I would like them to save one, but I don't know if they will or not. Knowing that Crumb is in immediate danger and that there's this whole other threat I'm going to... Just make my way to where that part of the building is. As I watch Fee move, I'm like, where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) You've got this. I'm going to go find this other frigging cowled person. Okay, so you are going to head back towards there. Uh, You can make it most of the way there if you dash. Okay. But that would be your movement unless you have any like bonus actions or anything like that. Um, What do you like to do? Oh, maybe it could misty step. Is that a bonus or an actual? Yeah, I'm in a misty step or face step. Hello. To wait, hold on. That's within 30 feet. I'm confusing face step and misty step. So I could move my normal mount and then face step 30 extra feet, right? Oh, then you wouldn't have to dash and then you'd have. And then I'd have a turn. um, Okay, that's what I would like to do. Okay, you you can get. To essentially like the where the stairs are, mm-hmm. there's stairs that led down into that hallway. You can get to like the midway point of those stairs, and you can see the door is open and it's dark inside. Oh, but for you, it's dim inside. Mm-hmm. Do I see the hooded figure at all? Nope. From the angle that you're at, you are only able to see just inside that doorway. Well, let's see. I could light the area. Does Crumb have night vision? Sprites do not have dark vision. Okay. Then I might light up the space for him if I have that. That heart sight is pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's very fitting to be with Fee. I probably have a torch. Oh, duh, I have potions. I'm so sorry. It's been so long. It hasn't actually sorry. been that long, has it? Almost a month. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better because I'm like, why am I dum-dum? <laughs> like, a month on Monday. Man, I'm almost positive I have... Some kind of potion that lights up, don't I? 
I don't think I have anything that lights shit up, which is really stupid. So I thought Fee had fairy fire. I used all my spell slots. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a problem. I'm I'm boned. I could just go guns blazing and just fire bolts and eldritch blast, like, and I hope approve. I don't hit Crumb. <laughs> but um, so Fee can't see whatever this is in the hallway. No, because of the angle. Fee is at the like midway point in the stairs, and it goes down, and then there's a doorway, so it wouldn't be able to see beyond like just the opening of the doorway. I guess my question should have been... she's at an upper angle. My question should have been, too, then... So, from the perspective I'm at, can I tell, is Crumb in a dark room? Like, can he he's not in, see? He's in that dark hallway. So, uh, you could definitely at least remember where he was last. Right. Yeah, yeah he was, like, mid, in the midway point. So, you'd know he's at least a whole other, like, action of movement to get to you. Or to get to him. Okay. But I was just going to light up the area just because I thought he was in the dark. He's in he's in dim light. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. There's like one torch sconce off of the far side, but there's a lot of movement. It's pretty dim in there for him. So from the perspective I'm at, was was you cannot I, see anything right, physically right, right. now. Was I close from where I am right now? Would I be closer to where Crumb was when I saw that, or cr- uh, closer to the hooded figure? Uh, you are. You would be closer to Crumb. Okay. Because all the figures are on, like, most of them are on the other side of the hallway. Well, farts. Okay. I could have just dashed. I don't really know what to do. Yeah. So all all dim light does, as far as rules, it just means you have disadvantage on perception checks that rely on sight. It doesn't mention attack rolls or anything. Okay. I'm... Question. Could I use Minor Illusion to create a copy of Chrome? Use your illusion. I mean, you, you should be able to. Does it say you can create a a person or just objects? Sound or image of an object. So no. Okay. Um, God damn! If it I said, can't do if it, shit. If it said creature or object, then it would totally. Yeah, work. you can you can create a sound. I could. It might confuse Crumb more, but. I so mean, is your goal to try and get Crumb? Maybe safe? keep him safe. Yeah, just to distract the. Is Crumb's turn after yours, or did it already happen? It already happened. Okay. Because you could just tell him to turn invisible on his next turn. Oh. Because he can just turn invisible as an action. That's true. Thank you. Crumb, when you get a second, turn invisible. I'm going to think to him. And okay. I think, yeah, that's about what I'm going to do just from what I can see right now. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Is it the end of your turn? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Nezra. <clears throat> It is your turn. All right. Did I make it to the corner yet? Uh, yeah, you're you're most of the way there. You're pretty close to the corner. Sweet. I'm going to finish getting to the beanbag corner. I'm going to mm-hmm. kneel down. I'm going to set the box uh, to my left. I'm going to take the heart out um, and hold it and then grab one of the claws out of the package, place it on the ground, place the heart there. I'm going to grab the vial and I'm going to open it. Is it a twisty? Is it a cork? Yeah, it's a little cork. A little cork. I'm going to pop that cork and uh, pour it into my other hand. I'm going to rub my hands Mm -hmm. carefully together over the heart. And as you do that, it feels very warm, almost like you're warming your hands over a fire. 
Like those little packets that you can buy at like Menards and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, little heat packets. Yeah, mm, I like that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like those. Um, and then I'm gonna start dry rubbing this heart. Get it ready for the. That's exactly the, what I was thinking too. <laughs> like barbecue. That's, that's essentially how I was hoping you would do it. <laughs> Slap it on the grill and then poke it yep. real good. Yeah, Guy Fieri is gonna <laughs> materialize out of this heart. Hey, you're going to Flavor Town, son. <laughs> um. All right, and then I'm going to kind of just pick up the heart and handle it a little bit, try and get it all over as much as possible. He didn't really specify. Put it back down on the cloth. I'm going to grab the bone. Is it like a, is it like toothy? Is it like a tooth? Is it like a basilisk it's, tooth? It's like a six inch, like maybe some sort of like arm bone or something like that, but it's got a like a sharp crooked edge to it. Ah, does it look like it's been sharpened or like it was broken off to a sharpened point? Bro- more broken off to a sharpened point. Fuck, this is metal as shit. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to look back at my friends. There's chaos. Look back at the heart. <laughs> Less chaos. <laughs> I'm going to take a deep breath. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Give me an arcana check. All right. How magically do you stab this heart? <laughs> Not very. 17. Uh- that's pretty good. Yeah, 17. That's not bad, yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah, you, I saw the 11, but find, I have a plus 6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you up. find, like, the perfect spot. You see this tender spot in here, and you know this is a ritual of some kind. The left ventricle. You, you stab this bone in there, and immediately, there's, like, no pause. <laughs> a bunch of light streams out of this heart and surrounds you and then starts to turn into smoke. Almost similar to the smoke that came out over, the, like the smoke you see over by your friends. The blood red smoke. This light. What's that? The blood red smoke. Blood red smoke, mm. and it starts to like f- hang in the air, but then starts to swirl, and then you see this smoke, like almost begin like a tornadic activity around you, and then it lifts off of the ground, w- flattens itself like a disc. And then flies over towards your friends. Oh, shit. Okay. What'd you do? (laughs) (laughs) And then, Ezra, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, Perception, perception. What's your perception? 16. Nezra, you see this flat disc fly to your friends over their heads and up the stairs and hit the eviscerated body of the warlock hunter, and you watch as the body begins to glow. What color is it glowing? Blood red. Sweet. Is or it a are pulsating you glow? A weird pet that you can control. That'd be sick, but I feel like it's much more nefarious and like monkey posh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like uh, maybe he's possessed this body. Oh, that's rad. I mean, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> this is, is metal that, as fuck. Is that the it. end of your turn, Nezra? Anything else you'd like to do? That kind of took up an action. If you have a bonus action or anything, you can do that. Uh, guys, heads up, maybe. <laughs> um, let me check real quick. Um, oh yeah, actually. Da, 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 da. Oh no, never mind. I'm I'm definitely. Farther than 30 feet away from anybody, right? 
Correct. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, though. Okay. So now the Inquisition members, they've failed completely in trying to attack Can. And Gil, you are their only nearby target. So they are going to turn both of their efforts onto you. I'm going to look they're going to sheepishly down at the guys I just killed and then back at them like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, And they're going to have advantage because they're ones in front of you, ones to the side. Uh, I'm going to assume that a seven doesn't hit you. Nope. With the first attack. Does an 18 hit you? It just does, yes. Okay, so this guy, he brings his axe out and he s- swings it down on you. It's a big-ass axe. Uh, he's going to do 13 points of damage to you. Fuck. Okay. Damn. That is a big-ass axe. And as he has made contact, I need immediately from you, Gil, I need a wisdom save. <clears throat> oh, no. It's a wisdom axe, too? <laughs> <laughs> Wise axe. I was going to use my inspo, but it's too low. I rolled a natural one, so it's four. Gil, you have failed this wisdom save as like this attack hits you and it just kind of like scratches a part of your body. You see that mist that was that was just thrown out on the ground by this guy swirl up and go right into your wound. Fuck. You suddenly feel very, very, very hot, Gil. Hotter than you've ever felt before. Like you've got just this extreme fever. (laughs) Um, how much damage was that hit again? Oh, uh, 13. Okay. And it was, uh, 13 slashing damage. So yeah, you suddenly feel very hot as if you've got a fever, the worst fever of your life. You can feel sweat beating, like, on your forehead, on your arms. You feel miserable. You feel as though you have a point of exhaustion. Not cool. Ah. But now it's your turn. Disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. I don't need that anyway. (laughs) Uh, So as this uh, gunk shoots out of me, uh, my body's going to begin to warble into, Mm -hmm. like, shadow. And I'm going to say, Glarlin, gift me with your swifty. And I'm going to stop my hex. I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike. Okay. I'm going to attack the dude that just did that. I have advantage now because of that. 25 to hit. 25 hits. Okay. 10 damage regular. 4 damage psychic. Okay. 6 damage sneak attack. 1 force damage. 1 force damage? Mm -hmm. Okay. Gil, show me what you got. Uh, I'm going to... Stab him in the balls. <laughs> like, as I'm blurring around him, it's just, like, going to be lightning quick. Mm-hmm. And he might not even notice I strike him because as I'm stabbing him, I'm already running around behind mm-hmm. the other guy. Uh, okay. Preferably uh, on the side away from the encroaching mist. So I just want to zoom around with Zephyr Strike like a blur and then come up next to the other guy. Okay. So, yeah, he just, he's like... And just drops, hits the ground, and you're on the other guy. Okay, here we go. Mm, I don't remember if I had a D... I think I had a D6 inspo. Let's see. Just for fun. Yeah, you do. Everybody did. Does 17 hit? Uh, The last remaining guy. 
Yep, 17 hits nice. him. Fuck yeah. I rolled a six on the inspo, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is, that is just 12 damage. 12 damage. Just. Just 12. Show me what you got. Fucking executioner. Fuck yeah. Not going to be questioning you, asshole. <laughs> and I poke <laughs> him right in the ear with the rapier. Ah. It just... And then slides out. His eyes, like, go just dead. It's like and that, then he just slinks to the ground. That scene in Idle Hands when he stabs <laughs> the, the knitting needle yes. into his head. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yep, he, he drops dead. Anything else you want to do with this, uh, this well, turn? Well, I have 30 feet extra movement, so I'm going to move as far away from the smoke as I can. Maybe go towards Nez. The smoke is, ne- uh, the smoke is now gone. Oh, okay. It's in your body, as far as you can tell. Oh, okay, so is there any other lingering effects or anything? Uh, at the moment, no. <sighs> I feel like shit again. You got the chocolate milk famine. Can somebody get rid of this? Uh... And you're going to go as close to Nez as you can? Sure. Okay. All right, you can move pretty close to Nez. You're still about 20 feet away from him. All right, well, that's my turn. Okay, excellent. And right before we get to the back of the top, get to the top of the order. Uh, If anyone was watching, Shade's head snaps to the side. Oh, no. There's more outside. You guys handle this. I'll handle that. And you watch as the teeth swirl around him, lift him up in the air, and he flies out of view and down a hallway. What do we handle in here? Isn't everybody gone, man? What's that, uh... You guys do know that there's something going on in the hallway. Oh, yeah. Where'd Fee go? Shit. Should we go there? And what's that, uh... What's that glowing corpse doing? At the moment, nothing. But you may see on your turn, if you're still there. Gotcha. Okay. Now it's Can's turn. Can, you are near... You're, you and uh, Gil are, like, right by each other in the, like, sitting area. And Gil's looking pretty crappy. Um, how are you feeling, Gil? Uh, hit point wise, I'm on the better end, but I also am exhausted, so I don't know how that makes me look. Maybe my skin's more sallow, and I'm moving more sluggishly. And then off about 20 feet away from you, you can see that Nez has stabbed some sort of meat with a bone. (laughs) Where was I stabbed on my body? Because wouldn't that have Uh, an obvious, like, visible sign of something? Yeah, it's, uh, it was like a slash on your bicep. Okay, so you also see, like, this gross wound there. Yeah, it don't look good. All right, I'm going to cast Healing Spirit. Okay. Because we're right next to each other. Okay. All right. That's a bonus action, okay. right? Maybe it's not. I don't know. I feel like it is. I think it's a bonus um, action to move it. Yeah, it's a bonus action to move it. But, I mean, I, here I go. Okay, that's six. Sick. All right. So you heal for six. Me too. Yeah. If you if you're there, what's the radius? I can't that remember. You're I think it? it might be like you choose a person every round or something. It's a radius. It is a five foot cube. Okay. So if you guys are right next to each other, yeah, you can both be in it. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, Can heals you up a little bit. Gil, is there anything else you'd like to do, Can? You guys know that Fee is not there right now. Um, I, I want to start moving. Towards where Fee went? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, you have 30 feet of movement. You can start heading 
toward that direction. Here I go. Okay, so that's the end of your turn, Can? Yes. Okay, so you start padding away toward where uh, Fee went. You uh, Now it's Crumb's turn, and now it's Loom's turn. Hmm? You hear, a lo- now that you're close to that door, Fee, you can hear, like, weapons being, like, draw like, like hit on things. You hear like ting 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 ting. You hear like scuffling. People being slammed. Uh, it sounds pretty chaotic in this hallway. Okay. All right. Uh, and now it is your turn, Fee. Okay. So now I'll try to kind of sneak forward to get to where the action is, so I can see people. All right. Give me a stealth roll. Okay. Sneaky snakes. Uh, oh. Wow. <laughs> it was almost a nineteen. And nice. then it turned to three, so that'd be a six. Let's just take the 19. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough, right? <laughs> uh, so six? Yeah. Um, so you are, you're like moving down the stairs the rest of the way, and you like stumble a little bit, and you scuffle, and it's like kind of loud, and you're really obviously concerned for Crumb's safety, yeah. so you, you're not as stealthy as you wanted to be um, as you reach the doorway you that takes you about 10 feet of movement um you can you still have like what 20 feet if you wanted Mm -hmm. to utilize normal movement yeah i will but as you get to the doorway you can see into this hallway it gets darker as it goes but you 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 can see it fairly well you can see there is a scuffle of a large magnitude at the end of this hallway about mm, uh, i think it's about 40 feet down Okay. Um, can I sense Crumb, or do I sense that he's done? You don't done? see Crumb anywhere. You, uh, or no, I guess you see you see like a faint outline of Crumb. Okay. He just went so, invisible. So he's so. not dead. Cool. He okay. followed instructions. Wow. And at the end, you can <laughs> wow. see that Loom is surrounded by multiple individuals, and he's trying his best to fight them all. Oh, yeah, Loom. Oh, okay. So you said I can see Loom? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to... I guess get a maybe a little bit closer, but my Eldritch Blast re- reaches 120 feet. So I'm gonna just yeah get a little bit closer. So maybe I'm not right directly up there. Maybe they won't see me if that's possible. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to try to use my beams to get the guys around Loom. They seem distracted. So cool. yeah, um, yeah. You can you can try to attack two of the guys. Okay. I am rolling so bad. <laughs> 11. 11 does not yeah. hit with that first attack. Yeah. Go ahead with your second one. Okay. Oh my god. That one was 12. Whoa. That also does not hit. So these blasts go <laughs> and hit the wall. It's Wait. a lot of chaos. They're moving around a lot. It's hard to hit them. Okay. Actually. V. Go ahead. Can I use Tides of Chaos to have advantage on one attack roll? Not after it's already Damn been rolled. Damn it. Okay. All right. But save it for later. I will. Uh, <laughs> okay, continue with what you were Is saying. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, you were saying something else. As those blasts hit the wall, you can see like a little bit of smoke like pop up from where the stone was hit. You watch as one of the cowled figures' heads <laughs> turns toward you. Oh. And they break away from the group and start, they leap up on the wall and start running on uh, their hands and feet, almost like an animal, are down the wall, and they get within 10 feet of you mm. at the end of their turn. Damn. Great. Racing right at you. Great. Cool. Fucking All scary. Right. 
Uh, Nez, it's your turn. Is there anything you'd like to do before you see a visual display? What? What did that do? <laughs> Just wait. You'll see. Give it a sec. I'm going to run to the bottom of the stairs to see if I can hear or see anything going on with that corpse. Okay. As you get close, you see the corpse like start to reform and stand up glowing. It's, as you recall, long hair, eyes, no mouth, tall and slender, and it glows red. And then the light starts to fade and it like turns its head, cocks it to the side and stares down at you with its big eyes, Nezra, and then slowly starts walking down the stairs toward you. Uh-oh. Toward him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he comes up and gives him a hug. Yeah, and then we're, <laughs> we're best friends. friends I'm having soft tacos later. <laughs> I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna be like, what's going on? What do I do? Toko, did you summon this to harm us? Nah. This is Avatar. Is it your Avatar? Yeah, it's a manifestation of some of my power. Just stay out of its way and you'll be fine. Gil, just let it do its thing. All right. <laughs> just don't, don't get in its way. Uh, all right. <laughs> and I'm gonna... Did I see where Fee went? Uh, you saw the direction that she went, yeah. Okay. And she described where it was. Okay. When what she saw through uh, Crumb's eyes, so you know that it's that hallway that you guys arrived in. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take a look around, make sure there isn't any other loose ends, and mm-hmm. head that way. Okay. So we'll say you use the dash movement to use the rest of your movement there um, towards the hallway. Sounds good. Thank you. And yeah, you're like right behind Can. Okay. Fee. Oh. You can see that these the other individuals down at the end of the hallway have not noticed your presence yet, but they're getting good licks in on Loom. Mm. They are whooping his ass. Uh, and he's doing the best he can, because he's completely surrounded on all sides. He's in the center, and they're just... I'm doing the best I ever did. <laughs> I thought the same fucking thing. Goddamn immediately. <laughs> and yeah, but they're all cowled. None of them are making sounds, though, other than the sounds their physical movements make. Like, they're not grunting or screaming out or anything, but you can hear Loom like... Now go away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the best I ever did. Yep. And now it is Gil's turn. Okay, so I'm by Can right now with the healing spirit, or did that I already move? Uh, Can Can left. Okay. Uh, So Can's about 30 feet away from you. uh, And as is Nez, they both seem to be heading toward that hallway. Okay, so. And you see that there's this creature now, like, walking slowly down the stairs. I've only really been in this part of the building, right? Like, I don't know if it, like, connects in another location. Uh, yeah, you you know that there's that hallway that you guys entered that leads down to that, like, cellar area with the stuff. Um, you know that there's another hallway that the, uh, that you stabbed that, and or you shot and killed that, uh, uh, Inquisition member, and they're probably still laying there. And then you know there's an upstairs area that you haven't been up there yet, though. All right, I guess for now I will follow where they're headed. If if I move 30 feet, am I in view of the hallway yet or no? Yeah, you'd be in view of the hallway. So can I see the end of the hallway? Uh, You can see, yeah, down a ways. It's still a little bit of a long hallway, but you can see down a ways. You can see where the it dips down from the stair to the stairs. Is it farther than 150 feet? No, I will shoot. 
people that aren't Loom at the end of the hallway. Oh, that hallway. Sorry. Um, so you guys are up here, then there's stairs, and then there's another hallway. So you guys are still in the main house area. So you wouldn't be able to see down into there yet. All right. Well, I will move in such a way that I can get within sight of those people. Uh, it'll it'll take you another round, probably. That's fine. Unless you dash. I, I will dash. Okay. If you dash, you can get... Did you freeze? Uh, no, I was checking the oh. distance. <laughs> you can get... Uh, you can get you could get, you could get, 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 girl, you know it's girl, If you, you dash, you can, from where you are, you can get down to the bottom of the stairs and right by fee, essentially. Okay. That is, okay. Oh, oh well. Do I have any spell slots left for that? <laughs> no. That is all I will do. All right, so, Cad and Nez, you guys are, like, moving along, but you see Gil just blaze past you, runs <laughs> down the hall and down the these stairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a fucking basketball game. <laughs> and can, it is your turn. Oh, can. Okay, how far do I make it? Am I am? If you were to do normal movement, you could get to the top of the stairs in this round. If you dash, you could get down to the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. You're going to dash? Yes. Okay, and you get down there right by Gil and Fee. Fee's standing in the hallway. She, her hand is still up. She had just ca- she had just cast Eldritch Blast. Is there any bonus action or anything you'd like to do? No. Okay. Crum is still invisible. He's awaiting future orders. The three of you that are down at the bottom of the stairs now can see that Loom is attempting. You can see that Loom is fighting off this group at the end of the hallway, about forty feet down. You can see that he's, like, trying his best, but he is completely surrounded. And his next attack, he tries to go with that hammer, and he misses completely. It's, he's just getting worked over at the end of this hallway. And that's the end of his turn. Fee, it's your turn. Okay, so... And you guys can see that there is a creature that just is running up at, like, towards Fee, running along the wall on its hands and feet. I'm going to use my BAM card. And, oh. oh, okay. Uh, I see Loom is having a hard time right now. I'm kind of by myself. I, yeah, I don't want Crumb to get hurt, even if I can summon him back. Um, and yeah, that thing is creeping me out hard. So I'm going to take Branch out of my pouch and then mm-hmm. slam it on the ground. I'm picturing like just some branches coming out, not to even necessarily hurt them, but try to restrain all the people that I can, just like wrapped okay. around these branches, basically. All right, so you, as you guys are just getting down to arrive, you guys watch as Fee f- pulls her branch out and slams it into the stone, and immediately there's, like, these tendrils, these vines and roots just start growing out from where she slams it down, start going down the hallway, covering this hallway, and reaching down, and they begin to grasp onto the arms and limbs of these... Uh, guys at the end of the hallway, but it fills this entire hallway with roots and branches and just all sorts of like flora, even flowers are popping out and stuff. And this, it even restrains this one on the wall for a moment. Yeah, this hallway is completely locked down for a second, except for Loom and uh, Crumb. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, Fee, you have completely overtaken this hallway. And that'll be the end of your turn. The one that is restrained is going to try to break out of it. Okay. Really quick. Never mind. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. As a bonus action, could I have had Crumb just told him to use a poison arrow? Or is that... Yeah, I mean, that would have been part of your BAM card, yeah. Okay. All right. So 
Alright, try your poison arrow and let's see what we can do. And yeah, that's it. You got it! <laughs> Alright. Uh, that guy was unable to break out of the uh, restraints that are around him at the moment. It is now Nez's turn. Alright. Uh, gonna go ahead and well I guess how far away from them am I now if you use your now you've been traveling if you use your full motion without a dash you can get to the bottom of the stairs okay uh, and then at that point from the bottom of the stairs would I be within 60 feet of the creepy one on the wall oh yeah you're you'd be within 15 feet amazing all right I'm gonna position myself at the bottom of the steps I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, point at the one on the wall and I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Alright, so... Ah, does a 14 hit? 14 does hit. 14 does hit. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. This guy is not wearing the same armor as the previous ones. He's wearing like what appears to be like cloaks and a hood. You can't see what he actually looks like underneath, but you don't see any armor. They're restrained, right? Correct. So do you get advantage on hitting him? You do get advantage on hitting him oh, sweet. if he's restrained. Okay. Excellent call. Do you want me to roll again? Just to see? Uh, yeah. yeah, just, just to see if know, I get a crit. Maybe you'll get a 20. One in I didn't. Oh, I got a one. No. So, no. Okay, well. Best, best <laughs> to roll so, no. it then. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> um, the damage that I rolled, uh, that'll be 11 cold damage. Okay. All right. You, you hit it with this cold, and you you hear the first sound that anybody has heard come out of them, and it's just like this hiss, like, Ew. <laughs> 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 fucking precious. Um, yeah, yeah. Fucking. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Nez? They're all still restrained, right? None of them broke out? Yep. Correct. Cool. <clears throat> uh, then I am good for now. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. The others are going to try to bust out of this shit. Bust a Sorry. move. Bust out of this shit. Bust it out. <laughs> N- no, they do not. They are restrained as shit. Uh, Gil, it's your turn. Nice going, Fee. And I'm going to try and shoot these assholes. Okay. 17 to hit, and that is a sneak attack now. Uh, which one are you shooting? The one on the wall nearby or down at the end? Is the one nearby the one that Nez hit? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll shoot yeah. that one with my okay. bow and gotcha. Uh, so, you have advantage on your attack roll? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and so you got what? 17. You hit. Okay, so 11 damage plus 2 psychic. 11 damage plus 2 psychic? Mm-hmm. And then you had sneak attack? That was right? my sneak attack. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, so you just thunk, and it's... As it gets hit by this arrow. I'm going to shoot him again. All right, go ahead. Natural 20. Uh. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Doing the dirty. So that is max damage. One, so eight plus four, 12 plus two. So 14 total. 14 total damage. Yeah, this second one just... It's still struggling against these, these binds. It's not looking like it's super hurt yet, so uh, that might be troublesome. You might be troublesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, are you guys flirting? Ooh. <laughs> What's wrong with always? <laughs> um, all of you can give me a free perception check. Or I guess, what's your passive perceptions? 13. 19. 15. Sorry, that's a lie. 12. <laughs> 17. Okay, so Can and Gil, somewhere farther away from where you guys all are, 
you can hear like a like almost as if it's coming from outside. You hear the sounds of slamming and pain. <laughs> like somebody said, ouchies. <laughs> yeah. You all right, Can, it is your turn. You guys not are all clustered hair. here. Not the hair. <laughs> it's pulling my hair. I'm going to tell mom. <laughs> He's biting me. He's biting okay, me. Okay, what, what are all of the Inquisition members doing? They're all, they're all restrained at the end of the hallway, except one is about 10 feet away from you on the wall, restrained as well. Okay. And Loom is down in the center. Everyone's restrained. Mm-hmm. So any attack rolls would have advantage. Okay. So, 10 feet away? Yeah, the one right on the wall. That's the one that Gil and Nez just blasted. I want to stab it. Okay, with? That golden sword. Okay, gotcha. Let's see what that does. Okay, so you're just going to like run up and, and stab? Yeah. Okay, so you would have disadvantage, but because you have advantage, you'll just roll a straight roll because of this sword is so heavy. Any modifier to that? or? Oh, uh, yeah, so whenever, whatever you roll, add a plus seven. 20. Twenty. Yeah, you hit. Nice. Okay, go ahead and roll two d twelve, and then add three. Hundred. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Eleven. So you do eleven damage to this thing. As you you notice, as you stab forward with this sword, it flashes and uh, like a radiant light comes out of it as it stabs this creature, and it. <laughs> And this glow kind of emanates for just a second with that first jab that you did. Is that a good glow? It seems good. Or, wait, good for me or good for them? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can give me an arcana check if you want. I'm going to give you an arcana check. And anyone that's currently watching can attack and actually do an arcana check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a solid eight. You can't tell one way or another. 23. 17. 15. You guys see that flash and you're like, oh, that looks a little bit like uh, radiant damage that came off of that. Nezra, though, you see that and you're you're 100% positive that sword has some sort of radiant energy when it attacks. And mm. you even saw that it looked like it hurt that creature a little bit more than normal mm. when like the, the radiant energy seemed to give it a little bit extra oomph. And this was whose sword? The golden sword that uh, Can is using. Ah. And Can, they got it from one of the warlock hunters? Yeah, uh, from the the Inquisition soldier. Inquisition soldier. Sorry. Yeah. So Inquisition soldiers, warlock hunters are the creatures? Yep. Okay. And you guys don't know what these, I mean, these guys might be part of the Inquisition. They probably are, but you don't know. These guys don't wear armor. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, Anything else you'd like to do, Can? No. Okay. The now this thing is looking not great. It looks not long for this world. And it is Crumb's turn. So he's going to go ahead and roll to attack. But he misses. Ow. He ah, <laughs> shoots Did he into have the group. Advantage? He, oh shit, no he didn't. Hey. Ooh, good call. Uh he actually hits. Yeah. So yeah. One poison damage, so we'll have to Alright. Yeah. But does it and, work? Yeah. <laughs> One of them is definitely poisoned. Okay. So, yeah. They can be poisoned. Oh, was that a toothpick? <laughs> now we're at the end of the hallway. It's a spicy toothpick. Oh, it was a dirty toothpick. <laughs> Loom now has advantage. 
Nice. So he connects with his hammer, and you just watch him hit one of these guys. All right, yeah, he, he like, they're restrained, so they just, like, kind of springboard back uh, as he hits them. Um, but, yeah, that one, that looked like it was a nice, nice blow. Okay, uh, Fee, it's your turn. These rounds are going fast. Okay, well. Easy to have happen when you restrain everybody. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll do Eldritch Blast. I'm, I literally, I've ran out of everything. Well, like, just my cantrips. So yeah, we're all getting loose. We are loose. <laughs> Okay, uh, yep, so... Speak for your I'm sorry, selves. and I'm trying to picture it still. Oh, I mean, there's still guys around Loom, right? Yep, Okay. they're all restrained around him. Okay, I'm going to still go for them. Okay, Eldritch Blast? Eldritch Blast. First Hell one yeah. is okay, 22. Good. That do hits. Have, do I have advantage on each beam then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it was almost a 20. Okay, yeah, 22 for the first <laughs> one. And then... Now, are you attacking two different individuals or one individual? Two different individuals. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and then that one was 24 for the second beam. Yeah, so 24. So they both hit? They both hit. Nice. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. One gets 11 damage. Nice, nice. You guys are doing a lot of 11s today for mm -hmm. damage. It's 11. And then... (laughs) God damn. That was a good one. That's how you do it. I'm doing it every time there's an 11. I just say it quietly to myself. Um, And then the other one was 10. 10 and 11. Okay, yeah. Your your beams hit and uh, strike true. All right. Anything else you'd like to do? I'll wink at Loom and say, Loom, we got you. And then I'll think to Crumb and say, okay, so that seemed to work. So see if you can hit another one. And that'll be my turn here. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Nezra. Uh, oh, sorry. Right before okay. the other one. Is, is the guy that you've been hitting and looks real weak, he's going to try to break out of his restraints. That is a natural 20. So he is, he begins mm-hmm. like pulling these these vines and stuff out and rip like starts ripping them off but that's going to take all of his action to get free and so he's now free from the vines he is not currently attacking and now it is your turn Nezra okay well now that he is out I'm going to go ahead and cast lightning lure on him please yeah, okay Go ahead and give me a strength save. <laughs> That's another natural 20. Fuck. I am so sorry. Stop rolling. <laughs> I just rolled two Seth. natural 20s in a row. You piece no. of shit. All right. No. Well, in that case. Throw the dice away. So that zooms <laughs> past <grab> him. <laughs> but I'm going to do telekinetic shove. Okay. And I'm going to shove him toward me. Uh, so okay, do another. Toward you? Yeah. Do another strength save. And roll shittily this time, please. If I roll another natural 20, the dice are hard. If you roll another natural 20, I'm going to drive down there and hurt you. <laughs> uh, 13. Fuck yeah. All right. You needed a 14. So he's going to be moved five feet toward me, please. Okay. So you yank him off of the wall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you yank him <laughs> off the wall five feet toward you, and then he just kind of like drops to the ground for a second. And that, mm, uh, give me a... High or low? Low. Get low. That was a six. So yes. now he's going to have to roll his deck save at a disadvantage. Because he did not expect to be 
yanked off the wall. Yep. He falls to the ground and he is prone. Excellent. Suck it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, the other guys. The other guys are going to try to break out of their restraints. They are still restrained around Loom. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Tacos rule. <laughs> Tree branch is uh, going. <laughs> however, one of them, one of them is going to start speaking at the end of the hallway. No. And you guys see almost like this. Dorito walking taco. <laughs> 3D You see like this uh, mist start to, not really mist, like kind of when it's really hot outside and you can see like the waves of heat mm-hmm. coming off of the asphalt. That's what sort of um, starts to like distort your view in the hallway. Can, can I say, was he casting a spell? He was, yes. I'd like to cast Counterspell, please. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. there it is. <laughs> so before uh. Eve even finishes, you, uh, what does Counterspell look like? Because I think this is the first time you've done that. It is. I, I, I see him start moving his mouth at the end of the hallway, and my mm-hmm. eyes, like, kind of like, th- kind of like anime, like, just mm-hmm. widen and lock, and mm-hmm. my, my pupils narrow to slits, <laughs> and I lock eyes with him, kind of like forcing him to lock eyes with me. Do you still have antlers? <laughs> yes. I love this. And my antlers start glowing yes. green, like a like a like a toxic sludge green. And to him, nice. it looks like it's there. There are spores like floating off of my antlers, and it makes his uh, eyes vibrate almost at like a violent rate and it throws off his concentration so he can't cast the spell. I love this picture. I think you need to keep the antlers. <laughs> so yeah, he's just like counter spell. You counter spell him and yeah, it just, it start, the room looks like it's starting to mist up and then it just dissipates. Sick. All right. Gil, it is your turn. However, give, uh, give me a perception check with advantage. That is a 14. 14. Um, your eye spins and looks at Nez as he casts Counterspell, and as his antlers grow, nobody else would be able to see this, but you see, like, kind of this weird magical effect that almost looks like smoke surrounding his antlers, and in that smoke, you see, like, this big like, cavity that almost looks like a slashed open grin. Oh, cool. In the smoke. Ooh. Does it, what it, does Nezra's face look different at all? Uh, his eyes look different, but no, his face looks the same right now. Okay, interesting. Uh, and then I'm going to turn my attention toward the gentleman that is on the floor, and I'm going to run up to him, pulling out my rapier, going to try and stab him. Okay, stabby, stabby, stabby. That's a twenty to hit, dirty. That hits. Hell nice. yes. Okay. So 16 regular damage and then two psychic damage. Okay, gotcha. 16 regular damage, two psychic damage. Gil, show me what you got. Yeah. I just start stabbing him in the ass cheeks. (laughs) 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 Since he's like, tummy down. (laughs) Gil with the kill today. And then I'm going to, how far away is the end of the hallway? Uh, 40 feet. Okay. Shit. I'm going to move my. S- mm. Damn it! I can't 
cast with a bonus action in the middle of my turn. I'm going to temporarily drop my rapier, move 30 feet, and then I'm going to try and shoot one of the restrained dudes. Okay. Go ahead. 24 to hit. That hits. And you have advantage on that. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. yeah. Uh, and then that's 12 damage. 12 damage. All right. You slink one. You just... And now you're... I do it back. <laughs> you, mo- you moved 30 feet, mm-hmm. you said? Yeah. Okay, so you're almost at the end of this hallway. Um, and is that the end of your turn? That... Yes. Okay. The rest of you guys are clustered around this opening. Um, are any of you guys on the inside of the hallway, or are you all on the other side looking in through the doorway? I, I, I think I'm on the other side. I'm at the bottom of the steps. Okay, so you would be on the the other side, not in the hallway. Fee, you're probably you're probably like maybe halfway in, halfway out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and Can, you're on the other side. Okay, but you're all very close to the end here. Uh, everyone needs to give me a dexterity save. Uh, but Fee, you will do so with advantage. Okay. Not me, though. Not you. Okay. We all got a D6 last round, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. <gasps> Correct. Yeah. Uh, I'd like no. to use that. And if you would still need to use it, this would be the time, probably, because we're yeah. the end of the game. Oh, my God. I still, I don't know if it's going to be good yes. enough, though. What did we get a D6 for? Inspo. You all got MPC. Oh, uh, yeah. MVPC. <gasps> Thank fuck. Okay. Ooh. I got a total of 18. 21. Total of 12. And I rolled a six on my D six. So I don't know math. I was <laughs> so rolling with eighteen, advantage. twelve, and twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, uh, can you see the edge of the doorway start to like flicker, and then you see what looks like flesh start to push through the joints of the doorway. Ew! And it looks like it's about to seal closed. Do you want to go into the into the uh, hallway or stay on the other side? Who's in the hallway? Uh, Nez, right now. You, looks like Fee is making a move. Looks like Nez is making a move. But the Loom, Crum, and Gil are in the hallway with all those enemies. They're in the hallway, and mm-hmm. we're getting sealed in with flesh. Looks like it. But you can choose to stay on the other side. Uh, I'm going to go in. You're going to go in? Okay. Same for you, Nezra. You see this. You see Can leap into the hallway as this fleshy nastiness starts closing this doorway. What would you like to do? Would you like to stay on this side or would you like to leap into the hallway? And a majority majority of us are in the hallway. Uh, Can, Gil, Loom, Crumb, and the bad guys. Is the pe- has the possessed warlock hunter moved since we all went down there? Uh, you don't know. He he was upstairs still. I'm going to try to avoid being in the hallway. Okay, so you're gonna stay on the other side. Yes. Okay. And fee, you're in. You're halfway in, halfway out. You see the same thing. You see can jump past you into the hallway. What are you going to do? Do you want to stay? You want to be in the hallway or you want to be on the other side where because Nez looks like he's hanging back. I'm not going to leave Can home. I'll hop in with Can because I know Loom was having a hard time. So he's probably not doing well. So, yeah. 
<laughs> Fuck Gil. <laughs> wait, I thought. Wait, I thought Nez is with Gil. No, yeah, but you, I'm that in the hallway with you guys. So yeah, Nez is oh. the one who's the free agent. Oh. What? Oh, I'm. I was confused. I thought you were in. So Nez is by himself right now. Okay, then. Yep. Uh, rewind here. I'm not gonna leave Nez alone. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm so, not alone. <laughs> I'm not going to leave so Nez alone back. in the hall, so I'll jump back for right now. Okay, as you guys make your decisions, you guys see the d- the door in front of you. Nez and Fee, you see the door in front of you seal close, and you're looking at the back of this like revolting, flexing, pulsating but. bit of like translucent-ish <laughs> flesh. Uh, you could see like veins or something going into it. This is some sort of organ of some kind. What color is the flesh? And you guys are seeing it. What color is the flesh? Uh, it's like a, a whitish yellow, but okay. then the veins are all like red and orange. Okay. Can, and now Gil, you guys are in the hallway. Can, if you were to look behind, you'd see that the door seals over with a gigantic reptilian looking eye with veins running all over it you see that the veins are are now weirdly like interspersed with the vines that uh, Fee created in the hallway and so it's like this weird plant viney veiny hallway however Gil right behind you in the center of the hallway on the left wall is another eye that appears a little bit smaller. This one is covered in like green gunk and grime. And then right behind the group and right behind loom sealing the other door is the largest of the three eyes. This eye fills up the entire wall back there, sealing off any escape. And you guys are in a tunnel with three gross, monstrous eyes. And that's where we're going to end for the Uh night. Ew. Brian I don't like my it. Third eye. This is very, uh, very Stephen King's It. <laughs> it's nasty. It makes me think of Hocus Pocus. I Even though I know it's bigger than that eye in the book, but <laughs> do the eyes have eyelids? Goopies. Uh, one of the one right behind you has like a little bit of an eyelid, but these Ooh. are mostly just like disembodied eyes mm. that are all connected to each other with veins and now vines. Tight. So. We just got to squirt a little Windex in him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back, back, you like, foul oh beast. God, my eyes. <laughs> All right. So now it's time for tonight's MVPC. <laughs> the most valuable player character. I want you guys to tell me who deserves an additional 1D10 of DM inspiration. Now, for those of you listening and for those of you around the table, Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I'll have you guys hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you believe should become MVPC. Now, I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote vote. And as an aside, I'm going to send you this hallway for what we're going to encounter in the next episode. Oh, you have a mappy mask. I will send you the actual file so that you can load it up in the Owlbear Radio. Sweet. I love that. Ooh. Billy, you look like you're wanting to punch someone. <laughs> That's my secret. I always want to punch someone. <laughs>
Oh, I guess the hallway is 50 feet long. Sorry. This is very Resident Evil looking. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, uh-huh. I don't think it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Does everybody know who they're going to vote for? Uh, yes. All right. One, two, three, vote. We've got two votes for Gil and two votes for Nez. Sharesies. Uh, Nez, why'd you vote for Gil? Uh, he was the executioner of the episode mm-hmm. and just was slaughtering the enemies, taking enemies downtown to pound town <laughs> <laughs> and poking them in all sorts of uncomfortable places. Yes. Like <laughs> the most cringe inducing, like, oh, <laughs> um, but just efficiently uh, exterminating our enemies. So. Very nice. Uh, Can, why did you vote for Gil? Yeah, he was just taking people down like crazy. I like it. <laughs> you doing all right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> really tired. Yeah, I was going to say, you got tears in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, They're not tears. My eyes are just watering. <laughs> it's Gatorade. It's just the COVID sleeping out. <laughs> sleeping out, not sleeping out. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Fee, why would you vote for uh, Nez? Um, I liked, I'm, yeah, I'm just obsessed with a picture of the anime eyes and the antlers with counters ball. There's other cool stuff, but that was going on. But yeah, that is just sticking in my mind and I love it. Nice. And Gil, why'd you vote for Nez? Uh, I really, so the thing that Fee did with the, um, the BAM card and restraining them was really cool, but I know that Mm -hmm. she'll get something from using the BAM card anyway. Um, Oh, I forgot about that. But uh, <laughs> Nez, uh, regardless of being aware of the combat, he went off and he chose to listen to the patron for what it's worth. And I think that's really interesting. He did the mm. weird heart ritual. And then, of course, like I got a reward, like thinking on his feet and then using counterspell. Um, it's just such a good spell and sure it really is. changes up combat in general. So it was really mm-hmm. cool. Mm hmm. Yes, so that means tonight's MVPCs are Nez Rakaziel and Gildebrand Malone. Take it, 1D6, gang. Also, Fee, for using your BAM card, you will have a D20 that you can use at any point for any reason for the rest of the uh, campaign. So, (laughs) hell yeah. It's sort of inspiration, but you can use it for literally anything, even an attack roll or damage roll. Can you use it as like a negative roll for the enemy? Mm, If you have an ability, like say you had like cutting words or something. Oh, I was thinking it would be like portent, like... So even if you or, rolled a two, it's like, oh, I'm going to save this and I'm going to give it to this fuckhead. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that is it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Once again, guys, if you are listening and you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate and check out what tiers we have and consider making us warlocks. You can donate campfire questions to us that we will read, obviously, on the podcast. You'll have access to hours of bonus content. Uh, We've got some other things cooking up in the works that are going to be coming down the pipe soon so you want to check it out and see what things we offer that's patreon.com slash d20 underscore syndicate if you want to leave us a review we will read it on the 
podcast. Anything you read, we will read or write. We will read verbatim. So head over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review and we will read it. Um, check out our Discord. It's in the episode description. The link is and it is it's free check out the discord come hang out with us it's a ton of fun and also free. we have merch t public we've got a bunch of shit with d20 syndicate shit on it buy that shit wear that shit be that shit d20 cinda shit other than that that's it for tonight's folks thanks for listening i am your host and dm seth and this is the d20 syndicate podcast where we go on adventures so you don't have to It's a good color. Yeah, I like this blue. What is this blue? Like cornflower? Periwinkle? Is that blue? No, that's purple. Right? Periwinkle's I feel like it's probably like showing up like yeah. uh, more powdery or lighter Powder than blue. it is on camera, but it almost is going like cerulean on our end. I think mm. it's a cornflower. Cornflower? Yeah. Agreed. Isn't like corn the crayon? Oh my god, have you <laughs> never had crayons before? Yeah, but I probably just They're was delicious. like cornflower ew through it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I probably just was like, yeah, this bluish, and then I just colored with it. I didn't look at the names when I was a kid. I, I was at just all like, the names. And I was the like, wax coating makes them go down easy. They're I just delicious. pretended they were people the, the and I had them ice skate on my desk and kiss. And that's how and that's how I got diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that at a uh, Menards with like the uh, oh, paint swatch chips, oh. or no, it was like the laminate swatch chips because those were uh, sturdier. God, I wish I had you when I was a kid. When and I was at Menards and so bored because it's like all oh yeah, it's the only steal places. the laminate chips. They're fucking great. <sighs> I just climbed in the it was like the window or the door section, and then I'd like climb in there and just like take a little nap while Dad's taking forever at Menards. That's basically what I did. How did you not get kidnapped? I literally, I somehow avoided kidnaps and cults, and I don't know how. Getting scooped up and then waking up in the back life. of a van, and then just starting to talk to the kidnapper, and then the kidnapper just turns around and yeah. puts her back. Yeah. Like, nope, nope, never mind. Yeah, maybe, maybe that has happened, you know? Yeah, there's there's been so many times, but I've yeah, just been know. magooing my way through. <laughs> Going my way that, out of these nappers and that yeah. whole year that you can't recall—that's uh, <laughs> you were you were kidnapped. Did you guys ever break anything on accident in a store? Oh yeah, yes. um, all the time, all the time. Still if do. I did, I purposefully uh, forgot so the then I wouldn't time feel guilty. Can't I stole anything. Uh, I was actually with ooh, Seth. Ooh. You stole What's the statute something. Of limitations here. <laughs> uh, on bracelets from the house on the rock. I'm gonna oh, okay. guess not that long. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. I think it was that uh, that Wisconsin trip that I tagged Dumb along thing. with. Ooh. I still don't know what Did happened. The bracelet? There. Did I get invited? Yeah, we we were always allowed to invite one. How friend. many times did you go on vacation with Seth's family? Once. Horses, it was just, uh, yeah, once. Did without me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was literally a Seth swap. <laughs> like, we need the oh, better that's son. Super funny. <laughs> they swap me out. You went on vacation instead of him. Yeah, we went. I went to Valley Fair with his family, and Seth stayed home because I, I was doing karate. Why? Oh, oh, that's so funny. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no, we just still never been to Valley Fair. (laughs) Yeah, I just went with them the one time, but a lot of memories were made on that (laughs) one trip. Can I go on vacation with your family without you? Yeah, sure. I would prefer that. (laughs) Just (laughs) me not having to go. Um, Yeah, you got to be ready to entertain them. (laughs) Prominent uh, time that I broke something in a store was real bad. Uh, The day that the High V opened up, I was 11 years old. And I had just gotten a Walkman, and I can't remember. I think I was, I was probably Who listening. Who pronounces to like, it like that? What Walkman? Walkman? Hello, Mr. Spider Man. <laughs> Richard Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> I need pictures of uh, Spider Man. <laughs> you're derailing my story, Michaela. I am so sorry. <laughs> it's the COVID uh, brain. Irrelevant. You have to Let me give her. you room to <laughs> to discuss. Anyway, I was wearing my Walkman. <laughs> Talking mad shit about and, your uh, and uh it was the first day it was open and it was super busy and my walk man on (laughs) and uh i was just kind of like listen i was probably listening to like eiffel 65 or aqua or some fucking 90s 90s techno uh like electronica and i was just walking around and i was like nodding i remember i was listening to a part and i was like man this is great and somebody was like trying to get past me and so i just kind of like scooted back while listening to my music and i scooted back into the wall of glass bottles of jelly (laughs) and i bumped into it and the whole thing just like just started smashing everywhere around me and I was just covered in jelly glass and jelly just all around me and everybody was staring at me and I am I'm I don't think you're ready for this jelly God it'd be funny if you didn't it shouldn't be so structurally unsound that a small child like bumping is going to cause that day actually that the squeeze bottles were invented we gotta avoid this shit. This dumbass kid. But it was just, it was literally just like, I saw them coming out of my peripherals <laughs> falling and then just. You're <laughs> <laughs> there. I bet Everywhere. they saved the video. Wow. Hopefully. <laughs> I was. Oh my God. Right? Like, how did that, that not doesn't even exist anymore? It'd be, world. it'd be even funnier if you didn't know it happened and you were just continuing on as, like, but. <laughs> like yeah. Lindsay? Yeah. <laughs> just magooing your way through. Should have been magooing. Unknowingly breaking. All I was the very aware because it was a cascade of <laughs> jelly. It was a just calamity exploding around me. Oh man! Fuck! Uh, I've only done so much the, jelly. Like I grabbed a jar of spaghetti sauce, and I was also a kid. But I grabbed it, and then it just like oh, and oh just I fell did out of my hand. And it was like, yep, I did that. And then I walked away. We got this. Did a walk time, away. We got this really big watermelon, uh, <laughs> and I was I was also probably around the same age. And we were walking out. It was another grocery store, probably Hy-Vee. And my dad was holding the watermelon in one hand and carrying bags of groceries in the other. And 
I was just like, Dad, I can have that water. I can carry that watermelon. He's like, all right. And he hands it to me, and I go to throw it over my shoulder like a dipshit. And it just <laughs> threw the watermelon. Like, I just immediately just throw it over my shoulder on, onto the ground behind, and it just explodes. <laughs> and he never trusted you again. <laughs> oh, you fucking uh, did you guys, Did you guys make a run yeah. for it? <laughs> no, we went, we went, I'm pretty sure my dad was like, Hey, we got to clean this watermelon up to some fucking poor Hy-Vee associate and then went and got another watermelon. <laughs> Did you Aww. carry the second one too? Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't trust this kid. <laughs> Get away from me, you fucking goblin. <laughs> so yeah, no, I've, I've, I've broken th- some things. You have. Literally broken fruit. Oh, you'd think at a point they'd be like, sir... Please stop coming. <laughs> like, yeah, it's stop. only at that one high V. <laughs> oh, there was another time it was at a high V. This was the old high V, like where Kmart eventually became mm, the one that doesn't exist anymore to the brand new one. I got a, I had a container of, uh, I just discovered, I'd never seen these before where they do the crushed Oreos with the gummy worms. So it's like worms in dirt, dirt essentially. Mm. And it had one of those like dome caps on it. And I got one and I was holding it by the cap mm. <laughs> and just walking along and it just came out and just everywhere. Gummy worms, Oreo dust. Yeah, they definitely should have banned me from. <laughs> I, think. I don't remember ever like breaking anymore. Like they had to close <laughs> because of many costs. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. We, can't recoup all this jelly. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging on by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the CFO standing right behind you as you knock all the jelly down. You just got a clipboard. 